Welcome to this podcast series where I talk to the artists behind the music I play on my radio shows. I host two radio shows on UKCountryRadio.com. One is a country legends, a documentary style show, and the other is the Boudoir Bluegrass Show. Join me while I chat to and get to know the musicians and artists behind the music I play. Listen to their stories and their musical journeys and share some laughter and fun as you get to know the artists behind the music. Okay, today I have got a lovely couple of ladies called, uh, they are American Blonde. They are a duo comprised of songwriter and guitarist Nata Morris and drummer Tinker Morris. Both girls have beautiful voices and their songs are laced with strong harmonies as well as definitive messages. And they have just released their debut album, Something in the Water, which was actually released on February the 2nd this year. So hi, ladies. How are you? Hi! I'm great. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. How's the weather over there, by the way? It's a little patchy. Um, I think every now and then we'll get like some 75 weather and then uh, then like the next day we'll be like, what, 30? Yeah, we keep getting these cold fronts out of nowhere. I think tomorrow's supposed to be 80 and then the next day is supposed to drop back down to the 30s. So yeah. we're trying to get sick, apparently. We're <laughs> still in the 15s. Oh, <laughs> goodness gracious. That's, That's cold. I know. So, right. Thank you for joining me today. First of all, I would really like to congratulate you on your release. I absolutely love the songs. And, in, you know, there are some albums where you might get a weaker song than the others. But in, on this album, they're all incredibly, incredibly strong songs. My goodness. Thank, thank you, you so much. Man, we really appreciate that. We really, really strive to kind of like, you know, we have so many original songs and when it comes down to the process of picking which ones go on the album, it was really hard deciding which ones. Because so. you love them all and they're all so different in their yeah. own ways and very unique each individually. Yeah. So it was very hard putting it together because we still have more songs on the back burner that, you know, we want to do future things with, but we are obsessed with this new album. We Thank love you. everything about it and Thank you for enjoying it as well. I we know love that. It's just really lovely. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so what I like to do on the show is get behind the artists that, uh, you know, I play on my shows or that I support. And so I would like to start with you, Tinker, if I may. Yeah. So you play the drums. How long? I mean, I, you've been singing as well. I presume you've both been singing since the day you were born. Oh, you believe it. Absolutely. <laughs> But how long have you been playing the drums and what made you want to play the drums? Oh, that's such a good question. I mean, I really don't remember a day where I could, I couldn't remember anything that I didn't want to play drums. It was there from the very beginning. I always had this rhythm about me growing up as a child, just hitting on tables at the dinner table. And I want to say she was probably, I think you were like eight or nine. I was probably, yeah, exactly. Eight or nine is I think when it really came to my mind, like, this is what I want to do. Yeah, absolutely. And it has been so much fun ever since I got my first pearl drum kit. It was a small little thing uh, <laughs> when I turned 10 and I was like so excited about it. I could finally play on a real drum set, you know, cause I've been playing on pot- pots and pans since the beginning. So, and uh, yeah. it's just been so much fun ever since. I just love it so much. And I noticed in your quick facts, you're a David Grohl fan. I mean, what a drummer is he as well. Oh my gosh. Was he one of your main influences? Yeah. Absolutely. He has been my number one since day one. Since day one. Yeah. Absolutely. Love him. Fantastic. And also, you do, I know you're the main songwriter, Natta, but 
Tinka, you do uh, do a little bit of songwriting too, don't you? I'm trying, especially nowadays. I'm really trying to get in there and put some words in where I can. Um, Nada has so graciously let me come into some of her songs <laughs> and try to, try to fix them up and, you know, put some things in there. But uh, I'm working on it, and uh, it's she's in the process. She's really good at, like, coming up with all the musical things that are happening, like the beat, too. Like, you know, at, like, it, the drummer is always, like, the heartbeat of the band. If the yeah. beat's bad, well, then you have a bad song. So you really have to give kudos to her for like having Aww. all these really cool Thank you. ways to make the songs have like a uh, personality. So Girl. it's really cool. Thank you. <laughs> and before I move on to Nata, I would like to hear from your own mouth, Tinker, your musical influences. Oh my goodness. So growing up, I've always been a super classic rock um nerd I just love everything about that genre it's always been one of my favorites besides country music of course so growing up I listened to nothing but ACDC Fleetwood Mac like oh my gosh Nirvana like all (laughs) all the spectrums of you know rock in general I've listened to everything in between so I've really and obviously the Foo Fighters are my jam so oh great 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 influences (laughs) yeah I'm really with you there (laughs) (laughs) love it okay so now I'm going to move on to you Nata when did you start to play the guitar and when have you did you start writing songs I presume you again have been writing songs perhaps almost as long as you've been singing them this was absolutely that's absolutely correct I know I think I don't really remember the first songs I think I wrote my first song in like elementary school just because it was for fun Um, but I learned how to play the piano at six years old And then after playing the piano, I found a guitar in our house and I really wanted to know how to play it. So now having the knowledge from the piano, the guitar was super easy for me. Um, And then I would think I was kind of writing songs between the transition from the piano to the guitar. So not really sure what age that was, but I got to say, like, it's got to be between six and eight was like my first song. Wow. Um, And then after playing the guitar... I would learn like all these Taylor Swift songs, but then would also go to like, who was it? Like Little Big Town? Yes. And then all the other kind of And then I don't know why, but I think I learned a Pink Floyd song. Yes. <laughs> oh, because it was mom's favorite. I think Wish we You Were for, Here. For her birthday. Yeah. We did Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd, which is like one of the best songs ever. Oh, yeah. It's a brilliant song. Oh my gosh. It just makes your heart melt. I, I love know. it so much. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So apart from Little Big Town, Pink Floyd and... Pooh Fighters. Yes. What are your influences, Nutter? My influences are like all over the board because I love taking little things from each artist. So Prince, his like stage performance. Oh. I always wanted to be Prince when I was a little girl. <laughs> Who does it? Just love him. I just loved his stage presence and um, the way he just controls the stage and his songwriting was incredible. Um, I yeah. also love Dolly Parton. I think she, she's my hero. Yes. 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 Such a business minded lady. And she is still a queen to this day. So it's oh, like, yeah. she's the ultimate like uh, influencer for yeah. sure. Um, and then Grace Potter. I think Grace Potter is really say good. That too. Too. We really, love. really love Grace Potter just for her artistry. Like, yeah, she's such a fantastic songwriter, um, songwriter vocalist. Her freaking vocals, vocals are out of this world amazing her performances are just like wonderful love her so much wonderful well between the two of you you've got such an eclectic taste in music (laughs) so it's no wonder your songs are absolutely brilliant because you've got all these influences coming through and what I found about your songs is 
you're writing way beyond your years. It's just oh, incredible. You think so? That is so thank sweet. You. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. We did take time during 2020 to, um, I've, I always loved writing, but I would always write like about my dog or like, I actually, Little now things. that you say about it, I think I remember being a young kid and like our parents would have friends go through divorces or I would watch a movie about this terrible thing or this really great thing. And I would just write a song as if this song was for older people. So I think we've always had like, uh, the ability to just kind of put ourselves yeah. in other people's situations and yeah. have stories for other people to relate to yeah. as well. And um, especially through the years of 2020 and the whole COVID situation, we actually matured ourselves. Like, you know, some t- hard times hit everybody. And yep. uh, we just took those experiences from that situation and just created it into yeah. our own music. So <laughs> lots of growing up to yeah, do. For sure. <laughs> I think everybody had a lot of time to grow up, reflect, yep. and maybe get projects out that they had started and never had chance to finish. Yeah. And it was a, oh, it's a tough time in many ways, but also it was a very positive time in others. You know, if you it was it was from a that point of view. Time, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We can definitely agree with that. Even new hobbies were formed. Like, yes. so you just never know. <laughs> I know it was quite good for all that kind of thing. I, I, I'm with you there. I, I started a few different things, and oh, cool. you know, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's well, your songwriting is 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 very, very strong. I, I, I love your songs, um, and I know I'm gushing over them because they are they're good. They're good. <laughs> Thank you so much. You just made our day. Oh, good. Well, you've made mine coming on the show. Now, about the songs, going from songs to your CD, can you tell me about Something in the Water, the actual album? And then can you tell me a little bit about the the backstory behind Something in the Water? Uh, Because I'd also like to know the backstory behind Dust in the Wings, because I love that song. That is just a beautiful song, but they're all great as well, as I said. Thank you. Tell me about the album and how it came to fruition, basically. Yeah, and how long did it take it. you? You want to start with the album? Yeah, so the whole album in general. Um, of course, as a writer, you don't... Um, a lot of writers think project-based and others are just like, you know, they're writing what they feel. And I was kind of in the middle because I've always been project-based. However, it was 2020. We were rebranding as American Blonde from Southern Halo. That's right. So when the writing started happening, I really wanted to be just a better writer in general. Like all of our Southern Halo songs were great, but, you know, I wanted to have like a better look and get a little bit more mature and in depth with some of the uh, topics. So yes, I had a list of topics that both we have gone through, um, friends or family have gone through um, experience wise. And um, Something in the Water was actually one of the very first songs to be written and the whole reason behind that song is because we kind of lost who we were growing up in Southern Halo. Like we uh, grew up in the Mississippi Delta and we started playing the blues. We started playing rock and roll and a lot of country. Right from the start of her career. That was mm-hmm. like the soul of who we were. Yeah. And we uh-huh. kind of lost track of that. You know, when, when you try to you get into the industry, yeah. you get um, this headspace of like, where you think you need to be instead of where you want to be in the industry. And uh, we kind of lost track of who we were and what we really wanted with our music and our sounds and our, in our past or previous CDs and things like that. So now that we had a great excuse to just really put the brakes on Mm -hmm. everything, we're not touring because it's 2020, we're rebranding to a whole new image and, you know, duo. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let's, let's get to work. So Tink and I just sat down with our producer Cliff Downs and um uh and stephanie bentley another fantastic songwriter and we just really wanted a song that like 
brought us back to who we are, the music that we play on stage to that we roots. enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. And to our roots. So something in the water was like a great example of that. And that just kind of set the scene for everything else. Yeah. So every other song just kind of fell into place because we're also really nerdy. Like when, when, when we listen to an album, we feel like there are different moments and flows in an album. Kind of like being at, like watching a movie, you know, yeah. you got your, your highs yeah. and your lows and your conclusion and yeah. everything like that. And that's the way that we normally look at albums. So. Yeah. So yeah. we, we did that. And then as soon as we finished the project, we looked at each other and we decided, well, we want to name this project something in the water yeah. because we released something in the water it was the first song written on the whole project. And it was the first song we released as American Blonde. That's so. right. And it also kind of has this meaning of like, oh, there's something in the water. Like what's in the water that's bringing different. this change, you know? Yeah. So we love it. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love the song. I love the video that goes with it. Girls, you look so sassy. You look so gorgeous. <laughs> oh my gosh, that one was so much fun to film. We actually went back to our hometown for that. And um it was just a whole vibe. We got to relive like so our childhood. It was awesome. It was great. <laughs> I love your videos. They're just, they epitomize you girls because you are all about a sense of fun, aren't you? Basically. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's the point of life, right? It's yep. just to have a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> and it comes through in your, your videos in just the way you are. When, when you do your acoustic moments where there's just the two of you in a lounge doing your, the smiles, the, 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 the chemistry the fun the the Thank energy you. is just ah. is really uplifting it's great and my husband I played my husband your songs the other day and it takes him a while sometimes to get into any particular you know new artist immediately yeah. he said oh they're good aren't they yeah oh, <laughs> I, said, I love him yeah I love that. Great. so he says yeah. to say hello <laughs> Hey, hey. We said hello. I can't even tell you how much that means to us because we we know that we make music that we love, but it, it makes us feel so much better to know that, you know, you as well, like are really enjoying this too. So it just makes our whole you. lives worth it. So thank you so much. Oh, you're very, very welcome. Now, can you tell me a little bit behind Dust on the Wings, which yes. the lyrics are, it's just amazing. Oh, yeah, yes. I'm so happy. This is like where she shines because she wrote this song from the bottom of her heart. And we were um, just explain it. Okay, just well, explain. Christina's a huge inspiration behind the song as well. So I ended up writing this song with, um, it was my first write with my friend Jordan Rayner. And she is a tough, kick butt, awesome country. country artist. You got to check her out. She's up and coming and she's amazing. Um, so we we really just kind of collaborated on the song because I we really wanted a song that just kind of reflected on people. Like Christina, she's a drummer. She she looks all sweet and innocent, but don't make her mad because she <laughs> <laughs> she's a tough cookie, right? And I'm not a tough cookie. I wish I could be. I I try I try to be like Christina, but we also our grandfather, our papa at the time was not doing well he was in and out of the hospital and he was definitely declining and um we just really wanted a song that was for him and it was it's you know it's it's a tribute to him but it's also a song for anybody out there that's you know a rebel child a rebel like you grew up you probably did some crazy things but that doesn't mean you're a bad person like you you don't live by the books per se but you know you just live in your life the way you want to and it doesn't mean that you're not going to heaven at at the end of it all so yeah yeah so that's what dust on my wings is all about and um our papa passed away 
right before he could hear the recorded version, but we did get to share the acoustic version with him. Um, so it's a really special song to us, especially since nobody blood related um, that we know of in our family uh, is musically inclined, except our papa is our mom's stepdad. And he was the one that made me want to play the guitar because he would just always pick and he would play like, oh my gosh, like Chris Christopherson. Oh, he would play, he play like Bob Dylan, like all the good songs. Oh. So yeah, we love our pop ball. Yeah. And that song is really a tribute to him. Yeah. Oh, what a lovely story. So your harmonies. Oh my goodness. They are so close. And oh. I'm a big one on harmonies because I, I deal a lot in the bluegrass um, genre. So oh, yeah. that's nice. That is a lot of harmony work and they're very close harmonies. Yeah. So I, I'm big on harmonies anyway. Now, have you always been natural? Ha- well, you're, you're mostly harmonizing, aren't you? Yeah, um, she has. Yeah. Ever since we were kids, like the radio would come on, like we would be young, just right in the backseat. Well, before we even had a band put together, or yeah. before we knew we could sing, you know, yeah, we were just doing- She would, no, you would harmonize. She wouldn't sing the melody to the radio. She would harmonize with the singer on the radio. And I still can't and- do that to this day. I can't sing melody. Like if, I, if there's a song on the radio, I'm just automatically singing the harmony to it. It's just so strange. It's, it's so, so weird. Funny. So it's meant to be, you know, we yeah. really enjoy it. It's so much fun. She came out of the womb singing. Like she- <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, harmonies is a real skill. I have to work at harmonies, yet my son, he's like you, Tinker. He'll yeah. sing harmony to everything. That's amazing. Um, and so, yeah, your harmonies, your voices blend so well, though, but that's not surprising because you are siblings. Oh, thank <laughs> you so much. And, um, yeah, so you've always been a harmonizer, and you've mainly been the, 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 the singer of the melody. Uh, Love it. Think oh, yeah. she's taught me how to uh, harmonize like through the years like but I just remember like I'll think back to my first time trying to harmonize because uh, every now and then we would swap like parts and she would do the melody and I would have to do the harmony and I'm yeah. like how did she do this so as a kid I remember how hard it was and then it was just so natural for her it's so just, it's funny how some people are just you know <laughs> they just tick like that it's cool I love it <laughs> it is funny but everybody has their own individual talent you're a natural harmonizer you're a natural songwriter you complement each other Beautiful. <laughs> teamwork makes the dream work baby <laughs> absolutely so girls tell me what's on your schedule have you got gigs have you got tours coming up what what's happening what's happening oh my goodness we have way so much going I on know. Right now. We're, thankfully we're so, so excited. excited we used all of last year for just rebranding making a lot of videos finishing some songwriting and some demos so last year we didn't tour as much we did play a, a little bit but now that we have everything under our belt we've rebranded we have a new merch store we have oh, a cd new out. website everything um so we have if you head over to our website americanblondmusic.com you can see all the fun tour dates that are coming out, like especially this uh, summer. We have a few shows coming up before May, uh, but May, Christina's getting married. I'm getting married, y'all. So, <laughs> so we're trying Congratulations. To Thank you so much. So we're going to be doing a lot of fun shows right after that, like starting off June um, through the rest of the year. We'll be in Colorado, Texas, uh, Illinois, Georgia, Florida, and, uh, and the likes. So we're excited. We're so excited. <laughs> that is so, well, I'll be following you closely on social media and I will retweet everything that I see about you girls. I've already oh, followed you. <laughs> you. I, I'm going to be your number one stalker. <laughs> I love it. We love it. Come on, girl. We're we will really... stalk you right back. <laughs> we appreciate the support. <laughs> 
Well, listen, it's so it's been so lovely for you to give your time to me today. Can't wait for everything in the future for you girls and wish you so much luck with all your touring, all your music, everything. You deserve it. You work so hard. And thank you very much for coming along on to my podcast. Thank you so much for everything and for having us on today. We had a blast. You were just the best ever and we love you. Thank you so much. Love you lots too, girls. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Rest of the day. You too. Cheers. Bye. Bye. You have been listening to a Lynn Nash Music and Voice production for the Bands in the Boudoir podcast. I do hope you've enjoyed listening and I hope you will come back to listen to further episodes in the future. Thank you very much for tuning in.